the quaint coastal town of Sandpoint, five unlikely heroes find themselves at the locally renowned Rusty Dragon Inn, where they are about to be thrust into an adventure that will inevitably prove itself more vital than it immediately appears. From thwarting a local nuisance to uncovering a decades-old secret that could change the course of a nation forever, find out what adventures await us along the road of fate, on the path to destiny, along the way of the Rusty Dragon. everybody welcome back to the pod called quest and unusually i'm your queen's gambit grandmaster foz and i'm stephanie <laughs> this one is shane you can call me josh i'm laura and hey i'm david welcome back everybody yay, yay. Hey. yeah back. round two it's good Fight. to be back thanks I'm for having so me back <laughs> yeah thank you guys for not kicking me off of my show <laughs> you're welcome we thought about it uh, i feel so. like you guys think about it every time <laughs> How can we get rid of him? There's a huge imbalance with the pros cons list. So that's why you're still here, buddy. <laughs> we get rid of him. We don't have to hang out with him. We get rid of him. There's no podcast. It's <laughs> very true. Mm, tempting, but. Oh, not. man. So how'd you guys feel about uh first episode? It was so fun. Yeah. It was wonderful. Why did it have to be over? When that's it was ex- over. That's exactly how I felt. That's I was like, oh, too. shit. It's over already. Why? Is this how you guys feel? Yeah. Yes. Now, you know. I didn't care. Man, now every time that I end a session, you know, when we go back to the main game, I'm going to feel bad. You should. You should feel terrible. Actually. I'm telling oh. you, we still need to do that thing where we like go up to a mountain cabin and we just play for like a weekend straight. <gasps> we'll do it eventually. And sing we'll do it eventually. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Hey, if everything's safe, maybe we can do it for the two year anniversary <laughs> in July. That'd be great. Apparently, uh, there the there's the Johnson Johnson vaccine came out. And so now it's supposed to speed up the um, ability for them to like give out vaccines, which is nice. Yeah, Yay. I was reading about that, too. And also, apparently, um, this is a crazy stat, but apparently um, we are now administering more vaccines in a single day than Canada has done for the entire time of having the vaccines because there was like a wow. fuck up with like their them getting it. And I was like, damn. Did we do good for once? Wow. No, we can't pat ourselves on the back. No way. Canada's still doing better than oh, us. Oh, I'm not yeah. patting ourselves on the back. <laughs> I just, I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised we did something right. Here, here. After fucking it up for a year. You know, every clock is right twice a day, right? Yep. Isn't that, yeah, a broken yes, clock is, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the broken clock. Even a broken thing. clock yeah. is right <laughs> twice a day. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. You tried every stuff. clock is right twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's actually true. I tried. If a clock is constantly running an hour ahead, it's always wrong. <laughs> Look, I tried, okay? <laughs> I, uh, I tried. But yeah, it was a ton of fun. I, I I liked getting to just play one character. Oh, for the listeners that don't know, I have a bunch of Cajun phrases that I've just found and like looked through for the last few months. And I'm just constantly like trying to find one that works for the situation. And that's a fun challenge. That was kind of a mm-hmm. and it's just to be able to lean into a character and not have to like think about anything else other than what they're about to say in the next second. That's tight. I don't have to worry about the overarching things. Just be able to like do my 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 fun voice and say words i don't actually understand what they mean pretty fun mm-hmm. see it's funny as someone who like I, i'm not fluent in french but i speak enough of it to understand all the things you're saying i want to like i was like oh i want to respond back in french i can practice i was just like why the fuck would my character be speaking <laughs> <in French?" laughs> yeah i also like it has i mean it's hard with the with galarian because galt is basically revolutionary france in the mm-hmm. world so it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense that Bog speaks like Cajun French, but Don't it's just worry fun. about it. Yeah, it's, it's fun. just it's fun. fine. Whatever. Technically, his native tongue is draconian, so or draconic, excuse me. So is draconic just Cajun French now? We're yeah. just gonna go with yes. that. I think that's every that's dragon amazing, you meet. Actually, yeah, every dragon you meet is like bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love that a little. Before bit. they yeah. breathe fire, adieu. Yes. Does anybody want to give a little uh, recap of the first session? Just a quick little synopsis. We had some pretty good notes going. 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, with group notes. We started doing group notes. Ooh, yeah. look at us. Um, I can do it if you would like me to, Foz. It's up to you. It's up to I, y'all. I did take some notes for once in my life. Are they live tweets? Because that's the oh. only thing I'll accept. Oh. <laughs> you remember those? Oh, uh, yeah. For the listeners who don't know, back before we were recording back in the day, Laura, the way she took notes was like very like str- stream of consciousness as things were happening. Um, and so we would we would start our sessions off with doing uh, Isla's live tweets. And so she'd be reciting what was happening on the previous <laughs> session as if this person, as if Isla was like live tweeting it. And it was really funny. Um, never quite figured out how to work it directly into the podcast itself for the structure. It's, okay. it's but, a lot um, less pressure for me to have to take notes. So I love it. Sure. It's great. <laughs> it was uh, it's a, it's a relic of the past at this point, but a fun one. Indeed. Right. Laura, take it away. So hopefully I get this right and don't miss anything. If I do, y'all can fill in. So we started off seeing the caravan um, where Kota and Opal and Indra um, already were. They were already with the caravan. And then we went into the city where we met Voldrith and Bog, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we had to kind of interview for a position with this new quest um, with, uh, what was his name? Uh, Baylor Hemlock. He was conducting interviews for this quest. So we all interviewed and we all made it conveniently (laughs) and uh we went back to the caravan to um you know get all set up and now we're supposed to go meet a guy named walthus who is a um like a hermit like he runs the swamp or something like that he's the warden of the (laughs) swamp he runs the swamp he runs the swamp he's the general manager of the swamp yes exactly he's the general manager of the swamp it's a franchise swamp I mean, they do call him the warden of the swamp. Chief operating officer of the swamp. Yeah, he, yeah, the warden of the swamp. There you go. That's it. The warden of the swamp. Um, yeah. And now, what's we're his last a- name? Stump. What? Proud Stump. Proud, Proud Stump? Stump. I didn't write that down. Like a that's star a name. name. Yeah. That's Walt a porn star name. Walt is Proud Stump. <laughs> yeah, that's a halfling porn star. There, it really is. <laughs> oh, I didn't think Gal- about that. Galarian's <laughs> best, baby. That's he's, really good, actually. he's got a little side gig going. He gets lonely at the swamp sometimes. Hey, you got to make your money for your swamp somehow, right? Raise money for the swamp. <laughs> the yeah. it's, called, it's called halfling full length. Oh, oh ah! nice. <laughs> I hate it. Considerate crowdfunding. Oh, Ooh, yes. Oh, no. I think it, I think it's called Huckleberry Fucks or oh something God. like that. Oh, my oh, wait, God. Wait, hold on. Wouldn't it be Fuckleberry? Fuckleberry. <laughs> yeah, I really missed that opportunity. If you yeah, sorry. Wait, come on, man. No way. <laughs> Fuckleberries. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, Mark Twain. We're sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> He's rolling in his grave. All right. So, um, yeah, you guys um, start to make your way. One thing I do have to say, um, because I'm a stupid little dum-dum, the entire episode I was telling you guys you're going north, um, you're actually going south. So okay. that's fun. Oh, man, Whatever. if that's the case, we got to go back. We got to go back to the Rusty Dragon. I got to change some things now. That changes a lot of decision making, man. I think Bog's going to stay. He doesn't like going south. <laughs> He's going to go back to cooking. It's all ruined now. Get your own etouffee. It's Start, literally fine. S- starting off good with cardinal directions. Um, all right. So <laughs> y'all are heading south. Um, you start to make your way on the um, coastline from Sandpoint. There's a road that travels uh, within sight of the Verizian Gulf. So um, you start to all make your way in that direction. Are we on foot? You're on foot. Do we know how far away this is? I think he said like two, three hours last session. I, I think, yeah, I think I said a few hours. You're not really sure, but maybe three or four. It's about 10 o'clock when you're uh, taking off at this point. AM? Yes. So it's like what? Under 10 miles from here? Correct. We'll be fine. So as we're like walking and it's likely pretty quiet seeing as we're walking with this kind of terrifying interdimensional being that we don't really understand <laughs> and we're all kind of uh kind of unacquainted in in many ways um just kind of breaking the silence um so anybody like know where we go like how like, where, like, how we get there um i we're we're going to the to the swamp no no we're going up we going to swamp i know but like how we do we know the exact way to get there oh um well i wait anybody got a map I mean, I've studied the topography of this area a little bit. Would Indra know? Can I roll a geography? Yeah, check? roll knowledge geography. Okay. I'm just curious because they didn't really this. tell us how to get there. They said they said north, but we know it's <laughs> south. <laughs> so we're already on the right track. 
So with my inspiration, I automatically get it without using one of my inspiration points, or do I need to subtract an inspiration nope. point? You automatically get to roll a d6 on top of uh, your d20 roll with your modifier. Very nice. Any knowledge, linguistics, or spellcraft check, you roll a free d6 on top of it. Sweet. Um, okay. Uh, and now revealing to everyone, uh, Stephanie is fact playing an investigator. Nice. All right, guys, I'm going to do it. The cool thing about investigators is you can take investigator talents and you can expand which ones you get for free. It's fucking awesome. Okay, I rolled a 10 on the die and a 2 on my d6. That would make it a 21. Ooh. Ooh. Very nice. So with the 21, yeah, I mean, you, you have studied this area preparation for your travels, I assume. There is a large, a larger road that leads south-southwest um, all the way to Magnamar the most, you know, prominent city in this area. So the main road will continue down to Magnamar, but um, you know that there are several roads that will split off and go to the north, uh, which will lead into the Verissian Gulf. Um, one of those roads, when you get to a certain point, will lead to this marsh. Okay. And you you have a pretty good sense of, of where that is going to be. Okay. So there's a, a bigger road. If, if we go down this way there's magnamar down down that way mm. but there's a few roads that will just kind of take us right back up north to where we're trying to go so as long as we just keep going this way we should be able to make it no problem all right so just did like follow the road yes until we don't and then we take the other road but d- just follow me why don't i don't yeah well i was gonna say why don't i just follow you should be fun i've uh never been to the swamps before um would that make you feel a little more at home, Bog? You did say you missed the swamps back home. No, I don't. I don't miss the swamps. I miss the people. Uh, swamp is fine. The Naomi is where I grew up. Okay. You know? Yes. But it's the people I miss. My people. Oh. But that's all right. That's in my past now. Understood. I miss my people sometime, too. Hmm. Yeah, where you come from, kid? Um, Everywhere. Actually, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody got come from one place. We travel. Uh, tribe, so to speak. It's like a looser term that we use. But um, we're nomadic, so we follow the seasons. All right, all right. We go where the f- the food and the money is, I guess. Or the adventure. Mm-hmm. What about you, lady? Looks over at Opal. What's about me? Where you like, where you come from and all that? Well, if you're asking where I grew up, I would say Magnamar. But much like Kota, I am from a little bit of everywhere. Uh, uh, never mind. Were you going to ask something? Uh, yes, I was going to ask something, but I don't want to ask it now. All right, suit yourself. All right, so you guys um, continue to make your way down this main road. About three hours pass, and you come to a fork in the road. The main road seems to continue to the west, and there's another smaller road that splits off and starts to go to the north. And there's a sign that points to the left. It says Magnamar, and to the right, it says Brine Stump Marsh. Boglek looks at the sign, looks at Indra. Looks back at the sign. Wait, looks at Indra. Aren't you from the Mushfins? Me? Yeah. Soddenlands. No, Soddenlands. Down in Garund. Ah, uh, both sound mushy. <laughs> um, this was that road I was talking about. So if we just turn here, that's where we gotta go. <sighs> All right. Um, Lead the way. Just nods. Hey, Voldra, you've been awfully quiet the last couple hours. Uh, I'm sorry. It's just, I'm just taking it all in, you know. It's not very often I come down this way. All right, so you guys make your way. Um, the weather has been kind of um, overcast for the most part of the day. The sun will peek through some clouds um, intermittently. But as you make your way down this road for another 45 minutes to an hour, it starts to get a little bit uh, more hazy. The cloud cover has gotten a little bit thicker. Uh, and it's mostly a, a, a light gray. But as you start to descend a little bit, um, on this road, uh, you come to a point where you can see into the entire gulf, um, as far as the eye can see. And in front of you sits the marsh. Ooh. The marsh itself is bounded on the southern edge by a cliff that rises an average of 40 feet from the wetlands below to the moors above. The wetland is a tangle of nettles, reeds, and other swamp plants that are supplemented by larger vegetation, such as cypress, eucalyptus, and willow trees. 
Before you stands a wooden post with a sign that reads, New Fish Trail, with a red painted arrow pointing down a trail that descends through a ravine that cuts its way into the marsh, disappearing from your view into a thick, low-hanging fog. Ooh, sounds cool. Does the sign look recent? Yeah, the sign looks more new. It's definitely less than a year old. So the sign says New Fish? New Fish Trail. New Fish Trail. Hmm, okay. And you were told that you were to take the new fish trail um, to get to Walthus Proud Stump. Well, there you go. Okay, that's good, because I'm like, that's us. Yeah, I was like, that's new. Yeah, Coda will start to take off some of the furs that he's dressed in, and he'll start to throw them onto uh, Sarah's back. Yeah, if you guys are looking around at all, you guys actually probably see Bog, his, um, his, you know, scaled snout is up in the air and his eyes are closed and you can see him just taking in deep breaths. You hear just you just see like <sighs> he's just doing that for a while. Cool. Coda will watch. Not <laughs> say anything. <laughs> Opal kind of turns to Bog. I thought you did not like the smell. I don't like it, but doesn't mean it doesn't remind me of good times. And bad ones do. Makes sense. This one smelled a little nastier though. Well I suppose we should get a move on. Find this warden. Yes, um, Sarah and I will uh, take the front, I guess. Sarah, and he whispers in uh, her why, ear. Hold, hold on, why don't, why don't, why don't, why don't, I used it as well, why don't I go first? Well, I won't argue, but um, Sarah will also uh, follow kind of nearby. Don't worry, it's like home for me. All right, well, lead the way, Bog. Uh, you guys see Bog like rolls his shoulders, and he like cracks his neck. He's like, all right, and like rubs his hands together. <laughs> and he just starts to walk forward. He's ready. Um, if anybody wants to roll a knowledge local, tell you maybe a little bit more about. I do. I have local. <laughs> oh, sweet. What's the knowledge? <laughs> I rolled a seven. I I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a 12. I didn't do very good. Um, with the 12, you know at least that this area stretches about two miles uh, wide. And it's about three quarters to a mile from the northern part where the ocean meets the actual marsh itself to the 40 foot tall cliffs that kind of encompass this entire marsh. So this marsh is kind of crested by these high walls uh, on the southern side that go all the way around it. And there are parts of, you know, little paths that lead down into the marsh itself. You know that people come here because the fishing is good. Like, that's why, you know, locals from Sandpoint and travelers passing through. Um, it's an old legend that you can catch some really good fish in this uh, in this area because the, the ocean move, you know, the ocean integrates with the marsh. So you can get some really strange and uh, rare types of fish game. That's cool. This is a lot, but it's a local legend for sure. Oh, no. You wouldn't know. Uh-oh. Love a good local <laughs> legend. Drop it on me. Probably won't matter. Probably, <laughs> won't, probably won't run into anything. It's probably uh, No, not at all. Foss is just stretching his lore chops. That's all. <laughs> you know about something called a soggy river monster. Um, Nessie? Th- just kidding. Nope. That's... that's uh, Oh, no. It's been going on for a while, and um, a lot of people in town have attributed the missing guards that they sent out, that the sheriff sent out, to try and dispatch of the uh, Lictoed Goblins. Um, Some people say that it's the curse of the Soggy River Monster. Oh, shit. I thought the curse of the Soggy River Monster was diarrhea. (laughs) That, too. Well, yeah. No, that's what happened. That is the curse, yeah. We have to meet the monster first. What what does the legend say the Soggy River Monster has done? That it's not the... It's not the gnomes at all or goblins or whatever um, you just know that people go into the swamp and don't come back yes that's the best i just have a question guys aren't all rivers soggy no why did they need to specify? no it's the monster that's soggy if, but but if it's a, a river monster. monster he's probably soggy though i would be I worried will... if he wasn't soggy and a river yeah monster. it'd be weird I will say they use the word soggy in this adventure path way more than I'm comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> That's the theme. Yeah. That's the motif of this um, of this adventure. Um, does Indris say anything about this? She keeps it all to herself. No, she, she will. She'll, <laughs> she'll share with everyone. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it wouldn't seem out of the ordinary for Little Miss Quiet Town over there. No, when she when she gets excited, she talks. Yes, campfire yeah. stories now go. Indra is like a humanoid book nook. That's what she seems like. Yeah, yeah. just a little like place that. you sit and read a book. Oh, that's I cute. like that. That's cute. Um, yeah, no, Indra will turn to the rest of the group. I, I presume she's like pointing out the new fish trail. 
because mm-hmm. that's where we're told to go. And as they're walking down the trail, we'll tell everyone, you know, um, a lot of people go fishing here. It's a, it's a big local spot, but, um, I've heard that there's a monster. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but I keep reading all these stories. It's, um, they call it the soggy river monster. People keep disappearing here. So, um, that's a terrible name for a monster. A terrible is. name. It is. I, I didn't name it. That wasn't me. Um, that's just what people call it. Does it turn you into pudding? I, I don't know. I, I know that it makes people disappear. Uh. So be careful, I guess. Um, yeah, be, be careful. Watch out for monsters, I guess. Foz, would I have heard of this thing? Uh, do you have knowledge local? I don't have any knowledges. Um, I mean, you've probably heard about it because people, I'm people sure, talk about sp- it. Yeah, bar talk. Um, okay. You've, you've probably heard a rumor about But you know nothing it. about it. Yeah, I'm from, I'm from Sam Point, too, so I probably yeah. heard it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people talk about it a lot, but in all honesty, it's probably like a cocoa tree or something like that living in the water. Not a big deal. Well, either way, it's worth keeping our eyes open for, whether it's a, you know, river monster or a cockadrill. As an alligator. Alligator. Yeah, it looks like me, just like not as smart. Got it. Yes. Yes, let's make a point not to find out. Yeah, don't get no water. Don't drink the water either. You're going to get sick. Ooh. Doesn't look appetizing, friend. Um, Foz, is there any like survivals to see if it's like safe places to to walk, or is the it's pretty safe? Is it like a walkway already? Well, you, yeah, it's a trail that leads. It's a newly trodden trail. It seems that okay. leads um, that descends into the lower parts of the uh, marsh, and it drops into like a mist, like a fog. Correct. Jeez. The trail disappears okay. um, from sight. All right, we go. All right. Fog leads. As you all make your way into the fog, visibility ranges anywhere from 20 to 40, sometimes 60 feet. It's interesting because the way the wind blows off from the shore kind of shifts the fog at moments. So sometimes you can see farther than other times as the fog kind of ebbs and flows through this area. But as you continue on this pathway, making your way into the fog, it's lush with vegetation. There's the tree, you know, cedar trees I mentioned, eucalyptus, tons of of, um, of willow trees. And to the right and to the left, as you're making your way through here, it's just completely overgrown. Over the trail or just all around it? All around you. The trail is still cut, um, still cuts through, but um, to your right and to your left is very dense. As you make your way through, you start to hear... Um, the sounds of wildlife, but Uh-oh. you might not have heard all the sounds before. It's like in the distance and you hear, you know, off to the fog to your left and then scurrying away through the brush, crashing through the underbrush. Oh, Does this feel like normal bog sounds to me? For, yeah, like normal for swamp? you, it's pretty normal. So as you continue to make your way through, everybody roll a perception check. Okay. All right, uh, Bog. Uh, 22. 22. Ooh. Voldrith. 16. 16. Opal. 13. 13. Indra. I got four. Four. <laughs> four, you say. Um, I got four. What about Kota and Sarah? Kota, I forgot I had to... Do uh, Sarah too? But does Sarah have? Per- I assume she has perception. I believe she does. Um, to start, Coda has uh, a seventy. He rolled a seventeen, and yeah, uh, I'm gonna roll for Sarah too. Okay, it's like one of the only skills Bog is good at. Sarah got an eighteen. Nice, Ooh, nice, Sarah. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Bog. As you guys are making your way through, there's a moment where the wind kind of pushes some of the fog, creating some more visibility in front of you on the path and you can see a wooden structure it looks like a bridge up ahead of you you guys watch as bog kind of like stops for a second you see his like neck kind of crane forward his eyes kind of squint and they'll see that look like a bridge suspended over what he's looking like he's going over part of the water you can tell the fog has um the fog has moved back uh ob- obscuring your view uh no i can't see uh, it's probably fine it's just a wooden bridge let's go anything else about it just particularly just a wooden bridge no but if you continue, uh, you as you all approach, um, you do see the bridge that you had previously seen. It looks to be old and pretty dilapidated. It's completely overgrown with moss, and um, the soggy boards uh, are completely 
Soggy. Soggy boys. <laughs> can, can we have a soggy counter? We're at two right now. Yeah. I want to keep our running. Soggy counter. We're at two. I'm keeping the soggy count. Uh, I am asking who would do this. You know what, Grumpus? I better get a soggy count. There it oh is. Oh my god. Better get a soggy count. Foggy and soggy, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what does he get if he if he wins? My eternal love. My soggy That's diaper. Um, <laughs> three. As you uh, continue to move forward, if you do, you see that some of the planks, um, the boards in the bridge are actually missing. And it it's about 20 feet across and it's kind of like a rainbow bridge. So it travels up at a pinnacle and then goes back down to the other side. Mm. Uh, underneath it is a slow moving potentially or not moving at all river completely covered with algae and um, reeds. If the water is moving, you can't really tell. Scary. Interesting. Well, who's going to die first now? Yeah, we don't We don't want to walk on this. Look like you'll fall anytime. You don't want to get in that water. I'll be fine. Maybe not rest you. Do you see another way across? Do I see another way across? Um, roll a perception check. 17. 22. You kind of maybe like go up the river a little bit on both sides just to kind of check it out. And um, there's there's no other way that you can tell besides crossing the river um, or the, mm. the still water that, um, that you can see you'd be able to make your way across easily. Yeah, I might be able to swim across, but no one else going to be able to get across there. It looking like that bridge might be our only choice. Well, perhaps we should go one at a time. Potentially with a, a rope attached to um, the person crossing. That ain't a bad idea. They fall in the water. We could pull them out. Yes. Yes. Current ain't too fast, though. We can't worry about that. So who wants to go first, then? Um, I, I can go. I'm pretty light. I mean, I can hop across. That's fine. Well, maybe you should go first, so that way there's someone on the other end and he just like runs over and bounds across oh wow as you start to make your way across you can hear the boards bending beneath your feet is there any way like is there like a railing at all yeah totally there's a railing railing look like does it look like less like dilapidated because it's not as close to the water (laughs) can he like run jump and like plant a foot on the railing try to like get a little jumpy that way that's what you want to do i'm a little nervous and got a crazy acrobatics, but I think he would. I think that's what he would do. Parkour, baby, parkour. I think he would try to avoid the soggy parts in the middle. Oh lord! Skip the uh, the apex of the rainbow bridge. All right, is that what you want to do? That's what I'm going to do. Let me roll reflex or, or acrobatics. Excuse me. Ah, fourteen. 14 total? 14 total. So as you go, you make a little high jump or a, a jump up onto the railing and kind of push yourself off to get to the far side of the bridge. As you do, the railing bows a little bit as your foot puts pressure on it. You're able to push yourself off and land on the other side. And the board that you land on bows way more than you thought would could bow. And then you're you bound to the other side and you're safe on the other side. Uh-oh. It was like a rubber band. That's precarious. Bug's like, all right, throw the rope across. Tie like a rock to it and throw it across. Oh, that won't be necessary. Um, And he, he Voldrith grabs the rope and he just walks it across the bridge. You make your way across the bridge unscathed. You, the wood beneath you bows as you, uh, as you make your way across, but nothing, nothing bad happens. Oh, damn. Now I feel stupid. He says says it to himself. (laughs) Uh, No, it's uh, quite all right. I understand your precaution. I didn't say that loud enough for you to hear. (laughs) He's over there with you now. (laughs) I I heard it with my elven ears, (laughs) my half elven ears. Uh, Indra is going to go next, and she is just going to kind of cautiously walk across it. Are you using the rope? Yeah, I'll hang on to the rope. Yeah, and Coda and Sarah are holding on to it at the other end. Okay, I'll just say the rest of you make your way across um, unscathed. We did it! We did it! Does it like, does anything seem odd about this, or is it just like old? Yeah, it seems like this, this bridge has been here a long time. And it's just, there's so much precipitation in the air at all times that it just rots, not rots the wood, but soaks the wood. And that's why there's moss and vegetation growing on it. Okay. Thank goodness. All right, Will. Let's keep going. Along. <laughs> I can like hear the cicadas and stuff. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, if we're talking about marching order, bugs first, right? 
Yeah. I would very much like to be either second or last. You'd probably be last then, because I think Coda and uh, Sarah took up uh, numero two alongside each other. Yes, okay. I believe so. So you Just could bring like up I, that rear there. I have a glaive, and it's like a reach weapon. So mm. it's good for like crowd control, like choosing how far enemies can come in and stuff. Um, so yeah, maybe I would have the back just in case something tried to flank us or come up behind um, us. Yeah, you could be the caboose. Yeah, the canoes. The canoes. The canoes. The canoes. Well, I don't know. Actually, at this point, maybe Coda could like hang back. Okay, 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 okay. No, just like if if I forgot about Shane's, you know, character too. Um, like at least it's thanks, fine. Buddy. Like, fine. Thanks, buddy. I forgot about your fucking shitty character. Uh, let me you finish my fuck. sentence, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot your character was more martial, so have at. Thanks, buddy. I'll go second. Mm-hmm. Sweet. All right. So you guys defeat the uh, bridge, and you <laughs> continue to <laughs> we solved the bridge puzzle. We're amazing. <laughs> the whole the whole solution was to jump over it first, and then you can walk across. <laughs> That was the solution. You had it to was in the, the adventure boards. path. Yeah. Yeah. I had to land on the switch with improved inertia so that it would then work for everybody. So I did it right. Uh, it's en- it's engineering 101. That comes from my vast intelligence of nine. Jesus. <laughs> All right. So you guys continue to make your way through. Um, let's have everybody roll another perception check as you continue to travel, hopefully on your way to Walt this proud stump's house. All right, let's do Coda and Sarah first. Okay, cool. So that's a 26 because uh, for Coda, roll the natural 20. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Good work. And little Sarah Bear will be a 11. All right. Um, Indra? I rolled a 20. Yay. Opal? 14. 14. Voldrith? 20. 20. And Bog? as a 17 17 all right as the fog starts to shift a little bit again as a as a breeze kind of blows through here an offshore breeze coda you see about 40 feet ahead of you a humanoid figure staring at you standing next to a tree so like there was this one time down in the swamp and like you know it was like a really it was a really nice day and, and you know hold the on, sun was hold, just on, seven. hold on mm-hmm. hold on mm-hmm. pause pause mm-hmm. I'm still listening to your story, but there is a uh, someone off. Hello. You look back mm. and it's gone. Oh. My kicky, what are you talking about? Nothing there. Um, no, 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 no. There was Sarah. Did you did you see it, Sarah? And she shakes her head. Um, well, there was a person over there. My eyes aren't bad, so. Um, but, well. Man, you got breathe deep. Sometimes the swamp will put the gree gree on you. Mess I, with your head. I don't know what any of that meant, Bog. I mess with your brain. Okay, well, I'll keep that in mind. This is my first time out here. Um, it's fascinating. The smells are, like you said, unpleasant. What? What does it look like? Um, what did, uh, did I, I didn't get a good enough look, Foz, or? No, you didn't get a really good look. Um, it was just a humanoid figure. It's kind of, uh, overshadowed by the trees, and it was just standing next to the tree, kind of peeking around it, looking at you. But definitely bipedal, right? Like a person? Yes. Okay. The only thing I can remark is that it looked like a person. That's kind of all I've got right now. And um, this person is gone. So um, maybe it's the dreaded soggy bottom monster. Ooh, 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 ooh. I think you may have added a word there. No, he mixed one up. It's Soggy River Monster. There it is. Yes. Soggy River. Yeah. Ah, either way. It was close-ish. What was that? What the hell was that? <laughs> I'm my headed dude. Oh my god. <laughs> Coda will just snap his neck and look at uh look to Bog. Oh god, he's dead. Yeah, he'll snap his own neck. Yeah. <laughs> um, he'll look to Bog and he'll be like, tell me that's a, uh, a normal noise, a normal marsh noise. Was that um, normal for the Would marsh? I, does that sound like a normal swampish noise to me? It could be. Great. Um, Bog just kind of like raises his shoulders and just goes, mm. Coda, if, if you're worried about the, you know, soggy river monster, I mean... Either way, if it was the monster, with our skills and abilities, we'd probably be dead either way. So, I mean, no need to be too frightened because we're doomed either way. (laughs) 
speak for yourself, eh, Tigri? You're not very good at pep talks, darling. Well, what I what I mean to say is that worrying isn't going to change the outcome. We'll just die. So, sorry, that's not encouraging. What I meant to say is don't worry. Perhaps we should continue on before Indra tries to inspire us some more. I, I have to admit, I do enjoy the realism. But yes, I do also fear for my life. So there's a trade-off. Thank you, um, both of you. Um, yes, let's continue. And Sarah says something to him and he just shakes his head and keeps walking. (laughs) 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 All right. Okay. Let's go. All right. You guys continue forward. As you get to the part of the trail where, Coda, you saw what you think was a humanoid creature, that part of the path, you can see that there are... It's very apparent as you all approach it. Bog, you probably see it first. You see a set of footprints that cross the path and leads to that tree. Van, what do you see? Come look at this. Anybody who would like can roll a survival. Uh, do I have that? Nope. You can roll it untrained, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Inra rolled a 17. 17, oh. yeah. Nice. Bog rolled an 18. 18. Oh, an okay. 18. Yeah. Coda only got a 12. Uh, 15 for Voldrith. Okay. So Voldrith, Indra, and Bog. The first thing you notice right away, and even um, Coda, you notice this as well. It's You all do. It's pretty apparent. This is a three-toed creature. So when I oh. say three-toed, I mean it has three toes. But so four- by three-toed, you don't mean that it has four toes. <laughs> Well, there, there's also not three. No, 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 like, Shane. What he means creatures. is, it, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> its feet are made up of three individual toads. That's fucked up. Oh, thank you for clarifying, because that was immediately where my brain went. Does he just <laughs> step on the toads every time he walks? Those yeah, poor toads. He wears that's them as slippers. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, oh, we've got to save them. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> New quest: save the toads. <laughs> Um, so as Bog and Voldrith and Indra, as you continue to expect it, as you continue to inspect it, you can see that the tracks are slowly filling up with water, as if this happened. These tracks were created very recently, within the Ooh. last few moments. Oh, oh my shit. god! Creepy. I'm gonna look around immediately. Okay, roll a perception. See, th- this was the person. The, there was someone here. Fifteen for perception. Fifteen. You look around in all directions. You're kind of have your head on a swivel, but kind of focusing in the area where the tracks are leading. Um, you don't see anything. You just hear animal noises coming from all directions. We should keep going. Keep our heads on a swivel. It's kind of a scary situation to be trapped in fog with something that could potentially see you. Yeah, what's our visibility right now? About 20 to 30 feet kind of mm, ebbs and flows yeah. back and forth. You just gave me chills thinking about that. Like 20 feet? That's not far Ooh. at all. Mm-hmm. It's like from my door to my car, our driveway. I hate it. Yikes. Steph, not to play your character, but would you be able to roll a knowledge about what are three-toed or character? Like, I don't know. It's probably vast. Would I be able to? What would I have to roll for that? Um, You could... Depends on that monster's type, bro. Yeah. I'm just trying to think if it's fair to have you roll it based on it having three toes. That's why I was like, oh, yeah. Um, okay, can you go ahead and roll a knowledge dungeoneering if you have that? Mm. I don't have a rank in that, so do I? can I still roll it? I thought that's a thing I get at level three. Yeah, you don't get that at level no. one. Mm-mm. Well, shit. Yeah. I get that eventually, but not yet. Does anyone else have knowledge dungeoneering? I do not. I wish. I have religion. Yeah, unfortunately, religion will not will not do it. Metagaming-wise, the fact that it's knowledge engineering, me as a player of Pathfinder, makes me a little bit nervous. A little bit nervous. Only one creature type applies to that. Bog doesn't know that, but Josh does. Don't scare us, Josh. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Right, so we just stand there. We, we just don't know what this thing is, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you haven't seen it. But we can see each other. Like, it's not so... We can see, like, yeah, 20 like feet, it, so we can see each other. So we have, like, 20 feet of visibility. We can see the fear in each other's eyes. Should we keep going? Yeah. Like, we're supposed to and this thing directly, like it went, it, it's like it's going into the brush, into the brush, Fuck. like perpendicular to the path. Correct. I don't think we have a choice but to keep going, dear. Yeah, stand in one place ain't a good idea. If I don't go, I don't get paid, which means potentially people could die. Well, mm. then let's get to move on. You don't have to by any means, uh, but it uh, is at least something I have to do. We were all hired for this job. We will do it together. Very good, then. Yeah, we're here to help. Whatever you need, we're in this together. It's gonna be fine. If anything, there's just one of this thing. There's five of us. Six. 
Looks at Sarah, winks. She winks with all four eyes at you. <laughs> nope, he actually really doesn't like that. I'm just kidding. He's probably fine with it. Bog doesn't get shit. All right, we continue forward. Alors. All right. I'm going to say you guys continue to make your way down this path for about an hour. You come across another bridge. It's in the same type of disrepair as the first one that you crossed. Uh, hold on, hold on. I got to do the jump first. <laughs> oh, my God. No, we're good. We just go. You activate the bridge's special ability. Like <laughs> jumping off the right part of the railing and nice. um, doing the combo move. Thank um, you, Josh, Thank you. These wizards were all about parkour that did these fucking bridges, dude. Like, these guys are wild. Uh, <laughs> um, you actually cross two of these bridges that uh so two more so three total you cross three three bridges as you make your way through this path you come to a point where the fog kind of starts to clear a little bit you're going more towards the ocean the actual bay itself um so the fog is kind of pushed back from the offshore breeze that is coming in this direction you can smell the salt on the air but as you make your way a muddy trail leads up to a swampy lagoon the open ocean is visible just beyond these shallow waters. While an old two-story building, its walls soggy with moss and its roof sagging with age, sits on the lagoon's eastern shore. Ooh. It's probably not this one. I say we keep going. <laughs> you can see that the trail leads to this house. Yeah, it's definitely not this one. Let's, uh, let's keep looking. Bog like, looks at Indra, looks at Voldreth, <laughs> looks back at Indra, looks at Voldreth. Is it like a joke? <laughs> yes, that was my attempt at humor. Oh, that was a good one, Valdreth. Thank you, Bog. Thank you. I think we go up to the door, probably. Yeah. Yeah, Bog just like just waddles on up and just like gives it a little knock. Just So as you knock on the door, you hear from inside of this house. Uh, hello? Uh, go away! Bog looks over at Valdreth. Uh, yes, is it uh, Mr. Proudstump in there? What do you want? Um, we have been, uh, sent to speak to you by, uh, the sheriff of the town I'm from that I forget Bog leads down and goes, Sam Boy, Sam Boy, Sam Boy. <laughs> it's Sam Boy. The that I've lived the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Where do I live uh, again? <laughs> Baylor Hemlock, he sent us to find you. Could you come out? Maybe we could speak face to face. A couple moments go by and you hear something get unlocked on the back side of the door. As those moments go by, I'm just going to say, Bog, I think, like, looks down for a second and, like, looks over at the people behind him, and he he takes a step backwards so that he's not the first thing that this guy sees. Kind of having a realization of what... Oh, right, of course. And take, goes and steps back, probably two people back in the line. Oh, sad. Uh, to not be the first person. He gets it! He's a fucking... He's a bipedal alligator, dude! Yeah, and I will say, so, how, how tall are you again? Seven tall feet tall. tall. I'll say you are taller than the doorway, so um, than the the entire frame of the door. So as the door cracks open, you can see a little eye poke its way out of the out of the doorway. You said the uh, sheriff of Sandpoint. Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, am I am I in some kind of trouble? What? No, no, no need to worry, friend. Um, we have been hired by the constabulary to um. Well, we were told to look for your help. My help? What What do you need my help with? Voldreth gestures to anybody else who wants to try to talk to this guy. You can just see his eye through the slit of the cracked open door. And um, for Bog, it's below your waist. You can tell this is a oh. very small creature. Well, um, to be specific, uh, they had sent us to hopefully work out some sort of a peace treaty uh, with the Lictoed Goblin tribe. And um, we heard that you knew these swamps um, better than anyone. Yeah, I mean, the, I know that the goblins are uh, to the, the southwest from here. I'm sorry, are you sick? Uh, no, I, I, uh, no, I'm not sick. Are you a smoker? You should really <laughs> not smoke. You know, I could take a look at that for you. When's the last time you've seen a doctor? Uh, you... I don't have time for this. I, I'm, 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 I'm working on something right now. Um, uh, come back another time. Uh, I'm afraid we can't do that. And he shuts the door in your face. <sighs> oh dear. It seems this is going to be harder than we thought. Just out of curiosity, guys, what do we need him exactly for again? He's supposed to tell us like where the um the lick toads are. Yeah. Did he just say Which southwest? He just did. Yeah. He said southwest. Did he say southwest? He did. Oh, so he did oh, help he's us. He's supposed to help us navigate the marsh, is what the sheriff mm. said. Oh, Southwest is a direction. 
but how yeah. that will help you here, I don't... Um, you should take us. Don't be rude, sir. Why don't, uh, I think, uh, uh, Opal. Yes? Why don't, uh, why don't you talk to him? Seem like you got a softer touch. No offense, Voldreth. I thought I did pretty good. I think you did fine, friend. No, you're right. I'll, I'll be quiet from now on. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, you can take my word. I don't lie. I know when to shut up. It's fine. I'll just be in the back. <laughs> I am sure that Voldreth could do better than me. But I can try. Most creatures like him are scared of me. But I will give it a shot. She goes up and she knocks on the door. Ahem. I thought I said go away. I'm sorry, but um, could you come out just one more time, please? A couple another moments go by and the door cracks open again. What? She kind of kneels down so she's more his height. Hi. Sorry to bother you, but we really, really need your help. You see, we don't know how to navigate these swamps. We're not from around here. And it seems that you are someone of great power in these swamps, am I right? Oh, I I guess you could say that. Sure. I have traveled from very far, and even I have heard of you. Most impressive. Well, just like, I think I'm not prepared for company. Like, things are kind of a mess. Oh, that's all right. We don't have to come inside if you prefer. We just need a little bit of help. Do you have diplomacy? Yes. Yes, I do. Can I aid? Yeah, Voldreth aid me. Sure. I mean, I feel like I was already aiding by talking to him gently, yeah. but no, I can sure. say something else if you want. No, you're good. <laughs> uh, I aid. Sweet. Nice. That's a 20. 20? Ooh. 20 total. You see as his gaze kind of drops for a moment and the door shuts for a moment and then reopens and standing in front of you, you see a halfling um, dressed in kind of like ranger's garb. So he's got, you know, uh, a bow on his back and some leather armor in greens and browns, brown shaggy hair, brown piercing blue eyes. Uh, this halfling is cast as Eddie Redman. Sorry. Eddie Redman? <laughs> wow, so he's fucking beautiful? Yeah. Oh, damn. That's I was going to be like, is he like the Duck Dynasty guys? <laughs> it's Eddie Redmayne in Duck Dynasty cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> that visual is too good. As he opens the door, you can tell he's holding his side with one hand and from from what you can tell there's blood coming from his side as well well i i could probably uh, i could probably entertain you for a, a little bit if you want to come in but you can't stay very long are you all right oh uh, yeah yeah this is it's nothing it's fine it's please come in and he leads you into uh or he opens the door for you um into what looks like a living room Opal stands back up and looks back at the group and just kind of shrugs like, all right, here we go. And she walks in. Are there any signs that like the three-toed footprints are like near this house as well? Do you want to stay outside and look for tracks? Um, well, it depends on how long it would take. But just that like at, at the glance of the floor as I'm walking into the house, would I be able to like uh, roll survival? It's a 22. 22. Yeah, you don't see any footprints in the dust or in this in this house or outside of the the house that you you don't see any three three toed footprints um you just see small little boots seemingly of the halfling moving in and out of the house and yeah that's all you see okay well uh as coda enters the house he'll like rub sarah on her forehead and speak to her with his mind and just be like you know chill out here we'll be back and he goes inside is the entire house halfling sized yeah, it's 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 bigger. <laughs> it's made for humans, but the way that it's it's very old and it's in the same condition similar to the bridges were that are, the bridges are in. It's all overgrown with moss and you can tell that the roof above you as you enter is sagging downwards. So would you, you say that it's a little soggy? Saggy, uh, soggy baby. No, that doesn't count. That one Number count. 3. <laughs> Can't just drop them. Bog, if you enter, you would definitely have to Keep your head kind of at an angle downwards or to the side. Uh, okay, um, let me just clean up a little bit. And he starts moving around this area and like picking up pieces of clothing and kind of putting them inside of a inside of like a wood basket that he has. And then um, he gestures for all of you to follow him into a different room. Uh, come, come into the come into the kitchen. All I can I can prepare you something to eat. And kind of rushes in there without waiting for you to follow into a room that's adjacent to the one you're in now. Voldreth will follow him in, and as he does, he will say, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I hate to uh, impose, but can I take a look at that? He, he kind of points to his side. Oh, um, what, what are you going to do? 
I just want to make sure that you're all right, especially before you touch food with the blood on your hands. Oh, uh, okay. Um. Yeah, if you ain't feeling too good, little friend, I could do the cooking. That's what I do. You want to take a load off? Well, I mean, do you have any, like, heat stuff that could heal me, maybe? Uh, just take a seat, please. And, um... Told just gonna try to do a heel check, so he busts out his healer's kit. Cool. Nice. And he's gonna do a heel check to see what's going on with this guy. Ooh, not too good. Twelve. He has some lacerations as he kind of removes his hand for you to take a look in his side, and the bleeding has pretty much stopped at this point. But it definitely looks like it's getting infected or on its way to being infected. Oh no! There's um, kind of a green pus that is starting to form Ugh. and he quickly as you're looking at it, I, I was out um, hunting and there was a snake that I got in a little bit of a tangle with I, I had to chase it off but it bit me real good and I think it's poison is really taking an effect on me yes I could see that um, I could very easily treat this for you with your permission sure that that would be great It'll only take a second. So he uh, goes into his healer's kit, busts out some like some little tiny glass vial of what you could assume is some sort of um, like disinfectant. And he he has these sort of he disinfects his hands, pulls out these forceps and has like some gauze at the ready. And um, nice. he gets in there and he's going to try to stop uh, treat the disease or poison. Sweet. Um, so, yeah, it's a uh, DC. It's the DC of the poison safe. Okay. Or, or disease, whatever it is. While this is happening, you guys can see Bog is already like helping himself. Like he's opening cupboards and looking for ingredients. <laughs> nice. So go ahead and roll. I'll let you know if you if you make it or not. Okay. Oh, that's good. Twenty three. Hell yeah. Nice. So you were able to kind of patch him up and clean the the wound really well with your with your kit. And um, you you think you you got the poison taken care of? Hell yeah. Uh, that should do it. I would just uh, keep the area dry and maybe don't go out hunting until it seals up. Okay, well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Does anybody have any, like, potions or anything like that that I could that I could have? I'm just, like, I'm not feeling very good. Oh, yeah, here you go, friend. And he just hands him the healing potion he got. Well, we could give him the extra one that was intended for, um... For me, yeah. Okay, maybe if he maybe he hands it off and somebody goes, oh, we have an extra... I don't know, we can just give him the extra one. I'll, I'll leave it on my sheet. He takes the healing potion from you. Bog, you said you wanted to look through the cabinets and stuff, the food. Yeah, he starts looking through and just seeing what he has around because he's going to make something for him. So, Bog, you kind of move into the other room that he was about to take you guys into with a little kitchenette, and you start rummaging through the cupboards. Can everyone else roll a perception check? Yeah. Not me? No, yeah, besides Bog. Six. Six. Opal? 24. 24. Indra? 19. 19. And Coda? It's a 24. 24, nice. Bog, you go looking in the cupboards. You see as you start pulling things open. Most of what's here is um, kind of like a non-perishable items. There's not a lot of fresh food immediately available. It's mostly like you can find like pickled seaweed and like pickled cabbage and a lot of things that are in jars meant to kind of last for a while or to, to be there in case of emergency. You don't find any fresh ingredients. It's mostly all jars of like I mean, glass like, jars maybe, of stuff. Maybe like dried stuff. Sure. Yeah. Beans might be and rice. Yeah, sure. There's some beans, some rice, maybe a little bit of jerky in a, in a sealed container. For the perception checks from the rest of you, both Coda and Opal, you notice as uh, Walthus takes the potion from Bog and he uncorks it, you notice a slight shimmer go down its arm and he starts to drink the potion. As he drinks the potion, he then looks at all of you, smashes the potion on the floor and goes, (laughs) (laughs) and starts to transform. Oh my God. Roll for initiative. Oh my it's god! A oh my god! As this happens, like Bog's head pokes out of the location. He goes, "I could probably make like a good red beans and rice with some pickle." Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. Oh, oh my god! Foz, when you were taking a break, Josh was like, "So we're gonna have to kill this guy, right?" Like, <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, "20 bucks, we're gonna have to kill this guy, right?" I was like, "Yeah, this guy's for sure the monster." <laughs> All right, Bog, a nineteen. Okay, Coda. I rolled a natural 18 for a 20. Ooh. Opal? Eight. Eight. Indra? 17. And Voldrith? 11. All right. Beautiful. If you could all refer 
to roll 20, I will take you to the map. It's going to be a large Yay. map. You're going to be in the top left-hand corner. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Daddy likey. <laughs> As this creature throws the empty vial on the ground, smashing it to pieces, you can see who you thought was Walthus start to transform. You see a wrinkled, hunchback humanoid with red and brown flesh. It has a spherical head with no recognizing facial features except for a lamprey-like mouth with a rasp-like tongue that slides in and out of its razor-sharp teeth. Going first is going to be this creature. Oh, in a surprise no. round. Oh, God. It is immediately going to lash out at Voldrith. Oh, no, that's me. <laughs> oh, come and on. He just helped him. <laughs> what a jerk. He's going to make a slamorama. All right. Come on and slam if you want to jam. Yeah, not great. That is going to be a seven. Oh, that's a miss. Hell yeah. Um, that's nice. not great. And he's gonna stay right there. All right, next up is going to be Kota. Okay, Kota will five foot step towards the door and open it. Okay. And um, am I allowed to do both of those as like a like a move? Opening action? or closing a door is a move action itself. So right. Okay. So that would be my whole turn, correct? Correct. Okay. So he does that, and he will touch his forehead, and he will speak to Sarah, and he'll uh, he'll say in his mind, "We were tricked. Come, please. We need you." And that will end his turn. Um, Sarah can act. Oh, that's right. Nice. Um, so I guess I'll put my character like right there, so he's not in the way, right? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. She can move through your space. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's She's right. an ally, so yeah. So she'll come in right through the door. She'll have to like tuck her her antlers down to get in. And we will have her do just a single bite attack. Okay, go for it. First attack. Yeah, yeah. Nope, that's a six to hit. That is a miss. So Sarah comes pouncing into the room with the call of Coda, telepathic call, and um, attempts to take a, a bite of this nasty creature. And misses. Going next is the creature, the bad boy again. again. Mm-hmm. The first one yeah. was a surprise, surprise round. round. Oh yeah. shit! Oh no! Upset at his miss against Voldrith, um, he's going to make another attack against him. Ah. Okay, that is better. That's going to be eighteen against flat-footed. Oh yeah. Okay. This is not pretty at all. What? Oh my god! Oh, that was a lot of dice sounds. Yeah. That's Voldrith, going no. to be nine points of damage. Holy oh, crap. Yay. As he takes I'm a almost fat dead bite. Um, <laughs> I'm almost dead. Yeah, this is going to be like a repeat of our Runes of Aslan game where Shane's character <laughs> dies really early. Um, he, he takes a slam of jamma and then he will make a free attempt to grab you. Oh, no. Oh, good. Oh, He's going to be grappled. No. going to be. Let me just double check that. It's going to be 15 against your CMD. Oh, uh, that is a fail. Nice. nice. Good. It's really good. All right. And he can't really move too much. Yeah, he's going to stay right there. That's it. Um, next up is going to be Bog. All right. Well, as Bog has, was peeking his head out of the door there, seeing this happen, he immediately kind of takes a moment, surveys the room, watches as Sarah charges in, takes a real deep, like... Almost like an unsatisfied kind of like, damn. And then he's going to run into the room. He's going to go around Sarah here. So he's going to kind of, let me see if I can get this a little so I can show you guys. Because he doesn't want to, I don't want to provoke at all. He's going to go like a, like a yoink, like a, like a this. Nice. Void and attack. Yep. And um, he's going to charge around Sarah here. Plant his foot on the wall here next to the door as he's coming in. And he's going to hurl one of his mighty fists at this thing. I'm going to enact my stunning fist once per day for this. Oh, so, uh, oh, baby. Yeah, let's bust out that unchained monk, baby. Let's First go. attack. That is a 17 on the die. That's a 23 to hit. <laughs> and I need you to make a fortitude save, please. Well, yeah, buddy. Yes, yes, yes. He's probably going to save this. It's not very high. Yeah, this is awesome. It's a natural 19. Uh Yeah, okay. So he is not stunned. That's my once per day, but it is a 23 to hit. 23 definitely hits. Okay. Hell yeah. Dude, Josh, all I can picture is your character with his neck like slightly crooked, like running. 
because like <laughs> is, the ceiling is low. He's probably running really low. Like he probably oh, okay. gets yeah. Low he he runs. leans forward. And that's why he like he like ran forward and he like kind of like leapt to the side and planted his foot on the wall and then like you see him like leap forward and all like this, the like speed lines are behind him and he just comes down whoosh, one swift punch. Okay, that's um, that scary. is going to be maximum damage. Ten points Jesus. of bludgeoning damage. Oh, nice. Shit. Okay, Shit. bog. Fucking what? And as he kind of stands up, he goes, come on, we were trying to be nice. Uh, what kind of damage is, I assume it's bludgeoning damage? It's bludgeoning, yeah. Okay. That Very makes good. me nervous. You punch him straight in the face, and he kind of weeble wobbles backwards <laughs> and then forwards weeble again wobble. and turns its attention to you. And <laughs> You got a purdy mouth. Got a purdy mouth. <laughs> Oh, man. Ew. It's going to be Indra's turn next. Like, even if I wanted to, I couldn't attack him, right? Because there's nowhere I could possibly stand that would be within reach. You can stand next to Opal and next to the creature if you want to get into melee with, with it. Okay. Um. So I'm going to go ahead and just kind of wiggle my way between Bog and Opal and position myself next to this dude. Uh, and I'm going to just go in for a little swipe, I guess, with my short sword. I think that does provoke. Correct? Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I think moving from Opal Square to the other square technically provokes. That's why I did the weird little Jerry Rig move. Is I'll there, let you oh. take it back if you don't want it. I don't see a way that you could do it without rolling acrobatics to to move through that square. Okay, but I'm gonna I'm gonna play it safe then. So I'm actually gonna take an extract. Um, okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shield extract. Give myself a little bonus to AC. Nice. That's my fave extract. Mm. Shield One bonus, huh? Extract. It's a plus four, right? Yes. Plus sure four is. shield bonus. Yep. Beautiful. All right. Do you, and you don't want to move anywhere? Uh, no, not right now. Okay. Beautiful. Voldrith, you're up, buddy. Can I do a knowledge check on this thing? You sure can, buddy. It's going to be a knowledge to engineering if you got that. That's a negative Ghost Rider. Um, so <laughs> uh, I'm just going to look at its feet. Does it have three toes? It does not. Okay. Well, fuck. But it does have three toads attached to its feet. Ah, <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> this, this swamp is going to be a lot nastier than I thought. Um, okay. I'm just going to take a guess and assume this thing's evil. So Vol'jus going to try to smite evil as a swift action. Whoa. What? Okay. Does he do it? Does, he, does it work? <laughs> yeah, you smite evil and it looks like it takes effect. Ooh, baby. That is some good news. Oh, yeah. Cool. No remorse in killing it. Yeah. The the bad news is I can only do that once a day, so <laughs> hopefully we don't get any more fights with evil dudes. Um, <laughs> is this an evil outsider, dragon, or undead? <laughs> um, <laughs> that you don't know. Okay. Well, I'm going to give you the two damages then. Um, so if it's not any of those things, it is going to be a 16 to hit. Um, that's a hit. Yeah, it is not any of those things. Okay. 16 nice. to hit. Oh, buddy. You are looking at some damage. Hell yeah. Some juice. Uh, let's hear it. Uh, 16 points of damage. Holy 16 Whoa. points of yeah. what? Yeah. damage? Um, I assume that this is either sla- slashing or piercing because it's a clave. It is slashing and it bypasses any DR if the creature is evil. Okay, <laughs> then. Wow. Oh, yeah, because you add your charisma bonus, you add your paladin level. Oh, my Holy goodness. shit. And it's a two-handed weapon. Holy Fuck. guacamole. Yes, two-handed as well. You take a revenge slice out of this creature, and um, you aim at the spot that you just healed, and you rip open its stomach, and it just screams at you. And um, that was a move and a swift and a standard, correct? That is correct. We're level one, Paizo. You also healed him. It has more than 26 hit points. <laughs> Holy shit, Paizo. <laughs> you also healed him. <laughs> I can't <Yeah>. heal him. <laughs> He's no longer level poisoned one, and he took a potion. Um, oh, fuck. I have the most hit points in the party, and he has he has like double my hit points. I thought he was a good guy. <laughs> uh, all right, bringing up the bottom of the round, Opal, you're finally up. Yay! Okay, yeah. Opal's <laughs> gonna take a five foot step back this way, and as a swift action, she's going to lock her stare on this creature, and he's now under her hypnotic stare. Alrighty, what does that do? And that's a swift action, so that means that it's gonna take a minus two penalty on will saving throws and now as my standard i'm gonna cast doom on this creature doom you say love a good doom yep will negates and it has a minus two to its will now i'm gonna sing the doom song now you jerk (laughs) um that is going to be 
a 22. Oof. I believe that probably negates. Wow. I, I actually don't so. know what my DC is, but yeah, I'm sure that that's negates. impressive. I'm level one. Um, mm-hmm. Should be DC 15 for you, I believe. Okay, cool. Then yeah, it's good then, but it still has a minus two to its will saving throws cool. until How? I stop staring at it. Oh, gotcha. Beautiful. All right. Back to the top of the round. It's going to be Coda. All right. Coda will stand up very straight, move his hands in a uh, certain order, and he will touch his chest. And the spell that is that was cast on uh, Coda will now transfer over to Sarah. And a shield forms around Sarah. Sweet. And um, Sarah will also stand up straight and do a full attack action against the creature. Oh, gods. I don't like that this thing doesn't stay on all fours. Oh, it does. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, the first attack will be a bite, a 19. A 19 will hit. Sweet. Roll for damage. First attack isn't great. It's just three damage. Um, So you go and you take a chunk, a nice little chunky bite out of this fleshy creature. And you see as uh, Sarah clamps down its jaws, this creature falls limp to the floor. Oh, Oh, wow. Nice. As that happens, you hear coming from upstairs, you think? Help! Help me! And we'll see you in episode three. Oh, Oh, man. Oh, man. What? We're stuck Come already? on! Why are we still playing? More, 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 more. <laughs> I got to roll one attack. I'm gonna go upstairs and attack the other, the actual fucking halfling. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should be guys. such a fucking punk ass and get taken by this guy. Wow. You're you're playing a Shane character. Yeah, we're like, no, that's Josh talking. That's not Bog. That's not Bog talking. That's Josh talking. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to episode two of The Way of the Rusty Dragon. Please give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok if you're uh, if you're into that kind of thing. Go ahead and uh, check out our website, podcalledquest.com. We got some good stuff going on there. We got some merch. You can listen to all of our episodes that we've ever done. Thank you so much to Sirenscape, Larian Studios, the Game Kitchen and CD Projekt Red for their amazing sound effects and music, as well as all the other composers and music that we use through Creative Commons. Um, you can find a full list of everything that I just mentioned in each and every episode's show notes, also at podcallquest.com slash music. Please go and visit blacklivesmatter.com. Please get involved, or at least educate yourself. We'd really appreciate it. Something that's very important and near and dear to our hearts. So check that out. Josh, you want to talk about the Patreon a little bit? Yeah. Um, it'd be really awesome if everybody went and checked out patreon.com slash podcallquest if you've been listening, the last couple of weeks we had a little bit of content that you usually wouldn't get your hands on. Put out uh, the first half of the Hannibal episode. It's a side called Quest, You're a Wizard, Hanny, as well as a Meridian Monthly, which is our kind of monthly commentary show where we wrap up Quest Side Story. So if you want to get a little bit more Quest Side Story, if it ended a little too soon for you, if you feel like you need some more answers for all the hanging chads that I left there, jump on over there. Maybe you'll get a couple from the crew. If you like what you heard the last couple of weeks, then, uh, or a few weeks ago, I guess technically, because this comes out in the future, go check it out we'd love to see you there awesome well thanks again everybody we really appreciate we love you listeners we really hope that you're enjoying this new campaign that we're starting and um, we're very much excited to continue this and again thank you for our patrons for donating have a wonderful night everybody goodbye Bye. Bye. bye enough animal noises as GM. Foz does all the animal noises. Yeah, fucking step up. <laughs>